Um, do you know what it's like to speak into a microphone? Lana's more hot. <laughs> Should I lean? Uh, yeah, whatever you want makes you comfortable. Hey, dear listeners, I, I can't believe how honored uh, I am to announce that Alanis Morissette is here in my weird ass fucking. Uh, Have you described this room to people yet? I, it, I, no, it makes See, I, no maybe sense. You shouldn't. I know, right? No, it doesn't make a ton really of sense. There's, yeah, there's, I, I know. <laughs> but uh, but the people's faces in here are amazing. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a huge honor. Are you kidding me? It's really, really wonderful. It's an honor to speak with you. Uh, Thanks. In the last, I was just reminding you, and you told me to never say this word again. again. But the last time that I saw you (coughs) was in um, Regina. Don't ever say that again. Which is apparently the city that rhymes with fun, according to a billboard outside of town. Of Regina? Yeah. Mm. They had to do that. I think there were some problems. <laughs> no, it's truly the coldest place in the world. My puppy, I got him boots in Regina. You got your puppy boots? Because Four he, boots? Four little boots. And he walked like a spider. <laughs> so cold. Like minus 56 degrees it was, Celsius. It was wild. Wind chill. That was during, uh, yeah, just friends. And that was a, a, a long time ago. But I always, I was so fucking honored to meet you. Oh. And... Um, Thank you so much for being here again and for being, like, once again, a presence in my life. Are you kidding? Thank you for having me, and I'm so excited for you. Thanks. Thanks for throwing it down. Yeah, thanks. You know, know, the ladies gotta, we gotta gotta work it out, There's a lot of different ways. We gotta work, that's right, there's a lot of different ways. There's so many tentacles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so tell me, um, when, what's your sign, and that's a lame question, but... It's a valid inquiry. You'd think? Gemini. Ah, oh, Gemini. Leo rising. Oh, Scorpio moon. There's been a lot of people in my life that I love that are Geminis. They're a little dualistic. What are you? I'm a Sagittarian. I love Saggies. Well. You're just kindy pants. No. Are we, though? Yeah. I think we're, I feel like are you I've f- been accused of being manipulative in my life. But manipulative on the, on behalf of service and goodness? No. <clears throat> Just like self-absorbed oh, like cruelty and like malevolence. Yeah, <clears throat> that's why I have an attic filled with an attic or an addict. Well, both. But <laughs> I have an addict stuck in the attic, <laughs> and I feed them <laughs> everything they there. want. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. An attic full of. Uh, oh, just former former uh, podcast uh, guests. Oh, so are they alive? Well. We have to check. There are a few better. (laughs) What is the way to avoid the attic? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. She doesn't even know like how to open the like the stairs. Oh my god. Oh, I don't mean. Who is she? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, you you know things are going to get weird here. I was assuming so, (laughs) and I wore my helmet. Which you look fucking hot in, by the way. Thanks, my invisible helmet. <laughs> so funny, this morning, I have a little Wonder Woman that my daughter, who's a year old, thinks I'm Wonder Woman, which is an awesome thing. And she threw it on my face. No. <laughs> and I had a fat lip for like 22 minutes. I wanted to walk in with a big fat lip from Wonder Woman, but I, it went away. 
Oh, fuck. Because your lips look fucking hot. Thanks. I have the same lipstick. I can just give it to you. That'd be amazing. I would like your daughter to throw a, a Wonder Woman at your face. <laughs> well, it would be an easier way to like not get lip, lip injections, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have to have a really good aim. But, you know, I'll, I'll color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay, so yes, tell me now, everything. Yes, okay, I'll tell you everything. Tell if me you everything. Tell me everything. Sure. Okay. Uh, number one, um, what is it like <laughs> to be a fucking rock star? I mean, I know that's such a fucking general question. It's obnoxious, but no, truly, it's never been asked. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly, really, everyone. I mean, who would ask that question? Me exactly. <laughs> um, it's awesome. lonely. It's lonely. It's terrible. It's wonderful. It's serviceful. It's um, channeling. It's confusing. It's isolating. It's depressing. It's exciting. It's heady. Um, Who are the closest? Like, do you have close? Do you have any friends? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I, I pay feel them like well. I don't, except for this Yahoo over here. And I'm, how much I'm is she paying friend. you to? Her not best that much does he do you need a raise you <laughs> i guess i have to yeah i totally have to pay my friends <laughs> um no i have some really close 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 friends they're more of the academic geeky psychological spiritual teacher leader author those people when i'm around them i feel sane and then when i'm around my artist friends i feel inspired and insane Ah, what a great fucking answer. You need a combo, though. Because if I'm just... Then I feel nuts. But if I'm just heady and just figuring out the human condition and neurobiology... Uh, The human condition. (laughs) Yes. If you do both. (laughs) And then comedians like yourself. (laughs) I think comedy is... I like the eye contact. You're not afraid of contact. I crave it. My yeah. my husband found a book yesterday called some cuddling cuddling seminar. <laughs> he posted it on his Instagram, but it was something you could sign up for that teaches you how to cuddle appropriately and really well. I think America's severely undertouched. Yeah. Don't you think? Yes. And sexually abused. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ergo, yeah. undertouched. Everyone's yes. afraid of sexual har- har- harassment. everyone's afraid so they're just like don't touch don't look don't do anything and then I went to India and I walked around and everyone was super eye contact and I thought oh they're gonna kill me I'm dead and really they were just not afraid of contact so like you're I I need a good visual so you're wandering around the streets of like all right Calcutta yeah and people are like hello well no they're not saying hello they're just like they're looking at you yeah like that like how you're looking at me and and at first They're I like, thought, oh, you know, I'm I'm American Canadian. I, what do you want from me? I'm scared. And then after a while, I realized, no, they just actually aren't afraid of contact. Then I came back and I went to a Sparks game at the Staples Center, and it was the complete cultural about face. It was like noise and no one looking at each other. And I I saw Petty Marshall, who I love, and I was just like, ah, oh, America. And then I was trying to look at people, and no one would look at me. Really? And then I stopped looking at people. I will so look at you. Thanks. For the rest of your life. Really? 
and then I'll kill you. Okay, good. Attic? <laughs> right up there. Who else is up there? Well, oh, you know. We'll talk about that I, later. Yeah, I don't want to name drop. <laughs> okay. I look forward to the celebrity bones. <laughs> Somebody just came in. Hi. I think Amy did. Hi, Amy! Yeah! This is Sim's fiance. It's my fiance. Hi. Oh, hi. Congratulations. You two actually have been. Thank you so much. You two actually have an hey, indirect hey. relationship. Indirect? Yes. Well, you want to explain? Six degrees, seven degrees? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if we want to get into this. Just are hit we, the ground we, running. Are we on? <laughs> We're on. We're on. Oh, okay. Um, hi. Hi. We met um, actually, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago. I'm an assistant U.S. attorney. I work with... Oh, we I, love... Uh, yeah. And I attended the uh, sentencing here. <gasps> oh. And actually, after that, you were down. such a compelling and impactful speaker that I called Sim after, and I was like, we have to get her on the show. That is amazing. So, I feel so honored that that's how this happened. That room was very special. It was, it, was, it was a very, very cool experience. Yeah, I wrote a song about it called A Reckoning that I'll share sometime, just about <laughs> I, that day. I hope you, really I hope special you look, look how many guitars we have. You're like, no. (laughs) Do you play guitar? No, no, no. It's just there for show? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you want to look artistic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so to get back to uh, the theme of what's up with celebrities... And the isolation and the depression. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the human condition. Well, I think what happens is that a lot of celebrities start out, like I think of Jimi Hendrix, I think of Janis Joplin, I, J- Janis Joplin. I think about the people who are here and they just have <laughs> gifts and they're not equipped to deal with all the other stuff. They're just so talented, they're channeling, but they're not equipped to deal with the heady dog and pony situation. Well, because it's it's odd, like um, it's uh, it's disconnected. It's crazy getting getting observed all the time. Yeah, especially when the observation is not benevolently Mother Mary. Look at what a great job you're doing, right? Child, it's, it's more like, like I'm you at Chipotle are. and I'm eating a burrito, <laughs> and someone's gonna put me in a magazine, being like saying things like. I can't read comments. I haven't read comments in about 20 years. Oh, good. Because I can assume what they're saying. It's an odd, it's, yeah. It's just pure projection. Yeah. You know. And some of it probably is real. Like, I think it's 80-20. I think 80% of what people say is just projection and 20%, maybe there's something for me to get from it. But I don't, I get it. I just get feedback from people I'm really close to who will say things like, what are you doing? (laughs) That's or don't so you have nice. That. Yeah. Do you That's have those nice. people? Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got, but I've always been, uh, I've always only had like a handful of friends and, uh, long-termers, short-termers, long-termers, long-termers from high school, elementary only, school? only one from high school, uh, one from college. And then a couple of, uh, like people from when I first moved here to Los Angeles in 1999, um, including 89? this, um, 1999, 99. Yeah. including this guy. How'd you guys meet? We met through mutual friends. Yeah. I mean, we both worked, oh, I worked, I used to work in the film industry and we met through friends there and at a bar 
And then we just hit it off as friends. How many shots had you had at that point? Many. Oh, yeah. No, we were definitely drinking buddies for our... We might still be. You were like, yeah. he can throw down. I, I think I can hang out with oh. him. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But, no, yeah. But it, but it's rare in this town, I think, to like to find... Deep intimacy and connection yeah. and safety and trust. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, we've started this crazy project, the podcast, and I feel really, really lucky. How often and do you do this? We do it uh, maybe weekly. once a week. Yeah. God bless yeah. you. Yeah, your podcast. How long has it been? It's been going on for a while now, I, right? I you did, did about ten episodes. I did twelve for a year, one a month, and then we just started again. And I'm congratulations. So, what's it called for all of our listeners so they can check it out? It's a very creative name. <laughs> it's called Conversation with Alanis Morissette. I listened to a couple episodes. I have to say, you are brilliant, and the people that you have on the show are absolutely fascinating. Thanks. It's completely different. Can you describe what the podcast is? It's people whom I've read. I'm I'm a total dorky, geeky, academic book person. So I just invite people on whom I've been obsessed with. So I've had the pleasure and privilege of meeting a lot of celebrities, and it's always fun to meet them. When I meet authors whom I've read or been fans of or been menteed by for years, I can barely speak. So I have to prep a lot. It's great. I mean, it's, it's hot. Which part? All of it. As okay. you're talking, I'm like... My ear, Am my, I gonna? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, you're a geeky, dorky, smart, ah, gorgeous. You go on. What do you mean? Tell what me I more. What I mean by that is you're intelligent and you're kind and you are, um, you know, you're you're going for it. Thanks. Well, hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, yeah, I, I, and you're pretty. No way. Yeah, you're pretty. Stop making me blush. I totally am getting chills. Uh, okay, wait. Tell me who your top favorite five authors are, please. Oh, my gosh. Okay, which department? Uh, okay. We got let's fiction. We got nonfiction. We got yeah, let's, let's do uh, fiction first. Well, we Ooh, love. And then short stories. And then, yeah. Salinger. Mm-hmm. But we love Margaret Atwood. Mm-hmm. We love Canadian Jeanette Winterson. I mean, anyone who's just writing from... From like a Walden Pond. Like gruesome. <laughs> the gruesome darkness. The gruesome darkness. <laughs> the loneliness the that we darkness. all feel. The empty yes. gulf. But the presentational oh. self. <laughs> the void. Well, actually, the void's wonderful. Um, and then psychological, spiritual, Adyashanti, Gangaji, Matt Kahn. Um, it's so Richard hard to Schwartz. look at you right now with blonde your hair. amazing <laughs> dimple. Should I stab you now or should I? <laughs> should I wait till later? You know they can do the piercings. I'm sure that'll create a dent. You think? I don't think I'd want to hurt you. You wouldn't? But I want Come a dimple on. in there, so I'll get the sewing. <laughs> I'll get the sewing in there. Please hurt me. <laughs> Pause. And we're back. 
And they were my mentors and teachers, and then they turned into my colleagues and friends. And, you know, without them, I probably wouldn't be here, is the truth. But then I had a family, and then now there's now you got to stay and be, be alive and awesome. And now you're a mom. Yeah. I know. Was it, how was that transition? Uh, really, 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 really head spinish. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I was, you know, was, am, alpha, career, service, you know, sure. frontline, head chopped off, flag bearing. And then all of a sudden it was so beautifully, intensely micro, but I was born for the attachment snuggle, skin on skin, you were? eye contact thing. Because I don't know, I, I, as much as I love the to, situation the, the of attachment. Yeah. I'm always annoyingly touching people at work. They're like, get off of us. Um, but <laughs> you go up with the, mission, with the makeup brush and just brush. <laughs> well, actually, but, you actually have to ask permission. <laughs> that might be why they're a little freaked out. They, they know who I am. That you're safe <laughs> and creepy yeah, uh-huh. attic person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she can't touch me. <laughs> that other person can touch me. No, I mean, yeah, it's permission. I totally had to go to the sexual harassment meeting like eight times. Yeah. And did you learn anything? No. No. Here's the main lesson. Do not touch anyone unless they give you permission. And even then, Alanis, double check. Can I touch your shoulder? Yes. Really? Yeah. Thanks. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a gentle, right? Yeah. yeah. You're safe. Yeah. It's just safety. It's just safety. You're so right. Yeah. But no, but like motherhood, the transition was difficult. How was it for you? Um, yeah. Because you're like superstar funny. Yeah. It, it was now Jack is at a place where he's almost five and, uh, um, and he's really funny. And he'll bust your chops. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, totally. And they'll be like, mom. And he doesn't ask permission. He'll just be like poke. Right. Um, and I, and I love it. But the first three years I was like, I have no, I don't have the skill. Like I, I, I thought that. Maybe part of being a woman was that knowing you were how to do to, this. Yeah, like mm. had, like be ingrained with something and some maternal. Uh, yeah, didn't have that. I mean, you have that. We like, learn as we go. Can you make me laugh, you kid? No it's feedback. Like just, no feedback. I need an audience. <laughs> it's called narcissistic parenting. <laughs> totally. Totally. No. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. We, that's what we go to our friends for. <laughs> we pay people. <laughs> Please laugh at my jokes. <laughs> And let me know that there's a life outside of this poopy time. Yes, completely. That's why a lot. I think career predisposition to depression, career-oriented alpha women who are used to sort of the singular track of providing and serving and macroing, I think they may have the biggest adjustment to make. It's a pretty good one. Are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> all the accoutrements for ayahuasca, but no ayahuasca. But you know what the wonderful thing is? I like to think that there's a lot of like people out there that are going to hear this that will be really upset. Relate and, to it. <laughs> it's so disappointed. <laughs> or that. Or oh, sorry, say again. That'll be validated. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because okay. this these are things that they're not talked about, you know, like the idea of like the loneliness of motherhood or like it's the lack really, of really, like, really, really hard. You know. And beautiful and really hard. And the love and you know, 
the oxytocin of the squeezy, squeezy smoochie is amazing. And then eventually they start laughing with you and then, yeah. And then there's a thing. Then you got a thing. Yeah. I do play a pretty funny character with Jack. I think, I think it's hysterical. Does, Does he think it's hysterical? It's Vanya, and she's a little scary. Can you do a little Vanya for her? Is she from another country? Maybe. I'll be like, mm, Jack, what, 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 you brush your teeth, you little son of a bitch. Go brush your fucking teeth. I don't say fucking. Of course you don't, and you don't say son but, of a bitch, but... I kind of, I might, oh, yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah, get, listen, it's I gonna, want my, it's kid, gonna slip. my kids in, you know, he's growing up in the entertainment industry, he's gonna he's have to gonna like, know a couple of words, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be like, mom, I like it when you play Vanya, but only sometimes, right, no, and I'm like, is now when? a good time, <laughs> <laughs> is this working for you right now, <laughs> because if not, it's working for me, and I'm not insisting. Um, no, uh, yeah, accents are great. And wrestling. <laughs> Although I do get wounded sometimes. <laughs> I, go, I go hard with the wrestling. Because, uh, you know. You have to. You have to. You have to. And there are times where my nervous system. up, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> where my yeah. well. <laughs> No, I uh, get scared sometimes. My, my nervous system gets dysregulated. And then I ask my husband to take over and I slip away. Because I know my son can jump from those antlers up there <laughs> and he'll ask me can I jump and I can't lie to him and say I don't think you can because I know he can oh. so I say yes just a second and then I get my husband and I go can you just watch this? <laughs> and then I run upstairs and I have an anxiety attack and then come back down <laughs> okay yep yep the fear drink. of like your child injuring themselves yeah that's anxiety anxiety is high I have to just contain it, and then process it later when they're asleep. First of all, how many times do you get your name pronounced incorrectly? I wouldn't say incorrectly. I would say Americanly. Canada is Alanis. America is Alanis. Because I am you Anna. Say Ala- but Are you Anna or Anna? It's spelled Anna, but I'm Anna. Okay. It's a pain in the ass. Where were you born? Baltimore. So you're American, so you're Anna. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I mean, feels okay, good. good to me. <laughs> okay, good. I, I don't was... actually care what people call me at this point. <laughs> on, on tour, I was called Steve for a long time and wouldn't respond to my own name. I like that. Because if they said Alanis, I was like, run. <laughs> but if I heard Steve, I knew that it was someone I knew. It was safe. Yeah. That's nice. That's the theme we keep coming back to here. That's safety. Yeah, safety. Safety. Going to give me a dimple. I love it. Yep. Okay, so if you were single. Okay. Sorry. I can't even imagine it, but. But imagine. Okay. Attempt to imagine. Oh, God. At at my age? Uh Uh-huh. Do I have children? No. No children. I am single. Okay. Okay. Is this a deal breaker? Okay. He has his house decorated year-round for Christmas. So not a deal-breaker. My son was born on Christmas Day, and you'd be surprised how long we keep it up. Ever's birthday is December 25th. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have... Well, listen, yes, okay, I love it. Are we talking like... Yeah. Polar uh, Express decorated? (laughs) Or are we just talking like... Like... The tree's still up. Like, could be either too lazy to, like, actually take things down... 
Or I, I also appreciate he, that. He might be overwhelmed. Maybe he has two kids and he's trying to keep a career going. I can think of 50 worse things. Ah, but right. I won't name them. I'll press you on that okay. uh, later. Okay. <laughs> he rollerblades everywhere. Fine. He doesn't drive. Oh, he doesn't drive. Is he willing to hook a thing on the back of him to carry like children and people and groceries? He's not. How he, old is he? Because who's doing that? He's 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 twenty. Uh, no, that's probably a deal breaker. <laughs> Although I did when I first moved to LA, I was nineteen, and all I did was write songs and rollerblade. I would go from Santa Monica Pier to Manhattan Beach and back, and I would eat a lot of Mexican food. And rollerblade back. So rollerblading itself, I have no problem with. <laughs> the not driving. It depends on the degree to which he wouldn't be able to help me out. He's had eight DUIs. So, And what's happening just, now? Is he in rehab? Is he... Uh, no, 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 no. He's he going to have another one? Oh, yeah, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> that's a deal breaker. <laughs> I really didn't give you a great sell. But... Give, give me... Yeah, no, well... But, you know, he's six foot seven. Wait, are we still talking about DOI person? Yeah. And he's... And he's not in rehab. But he's not in rehab, but he's a fucking awesome poet. I, I, I can poet myself through things. I, I don't really need that. So... Fine. Actually, I need him around. And by him, I mean, you know, I need my husband around. <laughs> I'm not a good long distance person. <laughs> I've been terrible at it. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay. Oh, this is a tough one. He thinks breastfeeding is gross. Yeah, we can't even start. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it is gross. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I thought we could you hang out. You can't fire me could, at I, my own house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna fire myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and breastfeeding is gross. Uh, yeah, no. Deal breaker. Wait, Sim, you do this one. Is it too embarrassing for you to yes, do Yes, it? it totally is. Oh, no. He says he loved your work on You Can't Do This on Television, but not so much the music stuff. Oh, I'd be intrigued. Oh, interesting. So he's a fan of your early childhood work on Nickelodeon. Oh, <laughs> okay, now that you frame it that way. Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be very intrigued. Like, so... You watch You Can't Do That on television. Yeah, I loved it. Wait, I, can't, wait, wait. I can't. But wait, I love lockers. <laughs> oh. You know? Yeah. Oh, like the opening of them and the talking? I just, like, that's my, that was always my that's safe space. That's my jam. Space. That's your what? Your that safe. was always my safe space. <laughs> um, not liking my music is kind of a thing. Yeah. Because that's kind of my diary. <laughs> no, it's, it's a deal breaker. Fair enough. Okay. He's out. <laughs> but have you ever dated uh, someone who said, you know what, this song, I, you, know, I, you could have done without this one. Or, oh my God, who would say that? No one's ever been like super honest with you and said, you know what, on this album, I love this song, this song, this song, this one, you should here's how I Here's how I see songs. It's like flipping through a photo album. Are you going, this photo from 1971 is terrible. <laughs> this one's amazing. This one should be framed. This one you should throw out. Who says that? Nobody says that. They're just like, oh. I don't know. I had, like, I felt like I had, not that I've you dated can't, that much. You, I don't think you can date someone whose music or art you don't like is my That's answer. true. That's true. And I've tried it. It's a deal breaker. Because you have to be a huge fan of your, of your mate. And if you're not, you're going to have some problems that aren't surmountable, I think. 
I, I felt like I had a, somebody once say to me that they like <clears throat> they didn't like a couple of like the movies that I did, and I couldn't tell if it was out like in a way to like challenge me, to like prod me, like how is she going to react to this? Because it, she, it felt, maybe a little power play trying to. It, be well, it felt like why else would you say that? Because it's, I, it's not coming from a, a place of love. No, I was I was going down an escalator at an airport, and a gentleman behind me said, "You know, I just love some of your music." And there was this long, <laughs> pregnant pause, and I turned up and I said, "What do you mean, some of my music? Like, what are we talking about here?" So, <laughs> he was like, "I oh, know, he's Canadian." So, <laughs> Very gracious. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, but I want you. I want to know that I'm honest with you. I can't, I can't lie to you. I mean, you're just so transparent that I. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I think if anyone's gonna judge your work, why are we? Why are we talking? If I don't know you, is yeah. it solicited? Did you say I want to know which movies you loved? I want to know which movies you oh. hated. And then I think with feedback, you go, here's what I love. That's the first question I I ask everybody. And here's what I love. Sandwich it. (laughs) What's the question? (laughs) Wait, the first question you asked me. The first question I asked is, um, what movies of mine did you love? (laughs) And which movies of mine did you not love? I loved all of them. Ah, thank you. There's no other answer. Thank you. And I mean it. And I cannot wait for us to this do our podcast. Movie. It's going to be so much fun. So you can give me a fucking dimple that's as <laughs> fucking hot as yours. Oh my gosh, I've never even discussed it. My husband has two, so he gets all the attention. The two dimple, huh? It's the two dimple? Ah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sim, wait, you have to read these because I'm going to do a lousy job. All right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's a little segment we call, How Would You Proceed? It's so civilized how you present it. <laughs> it's not like Except yes like or no. Pass it off to him. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Okay. okay. You get a call from Sir Elton John. He is a massive fan and asks you over to his home in Beverly Hills. When you arrive, he says, I think you are the greatest musician of this generation. Would you please donate your eggs to me, and together we can create a super baby? First of all, I would say, what generation are we talking about? Um, the current one. 2000 now. Sure. And you want some of my eggs? Well, Elton John wants you to donate. You no, know, I'm not talking to you like you're Elton. Can you pretend right. you're Elton like Gestalt style? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You can do, do. You Anna, Anna, likes, <laughs> Anna, can you please pretend you're Elton John? Okay, without the accent. Hey, babe. Yeah, I would Elton, love... Elton, big, big fan. I so need some of your eggs. Why mine? Oh, 
Because you're a fucking genius. Because the dimple. You got the dimple. You're like, uh, you know, Canadian-American. Oh, I would say probably no. Oh, babe. Come on. Don't because do that Because I me. would be... Obs- Listen, Elton. First of all, you could get a don't thousand million that. amazing eggs. But I only want honest. yours. That's not true. That is this so is, true. This is fiction. I want a Gemini. <laughs> I want a Canadian American. <laughs> you want a Canadian looking brown yep. blonde hair. That's <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> First of all, his babies were born in the same day as my baby. Okay, you're talking to me. I mean, sorry, Elton. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. Could you be Elton a little more like... um. <laughs> Okay, do you want me to be a little lustier? We could make this happen like a little easier, okay, yeah. you know. I'm sensing an undercurrent. Uh, yeah. we, we you, you don't have to harvest them. We okay. could just uh, <laughs> make <laughs> things simple I'm here. Say no. Don't look at me like that. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. No, because I'm the person that would just be obsessed with that child and want to be the mom, and and my husband would probably have a f- couple things to say about it. El- Elton. So no, no. Fuck. All right, all right. We have oh, one more shit, opportunity man. here. Oh, how would you proceed? Is it egg related? It's not egg related. <laughs> I'm just so bummed you rejected me, Elton. Uh, are you are you back? Well, kind of. Are you not you? really? I still feel a little bit stung. Okay, well, you know what? go on. Anna, you're about to play Sir Paul McCartney next. You get invited to a private listening party for Sir Paul McCartney's new album. Been there. Sorry. <laughs> Damn! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Schooled joking, it! Joking, joking. Fuck yeah! Or am I? <laughs> During the listening... <laughs> During the listening party... You realize... Where am I? Am I in England at a castle? You, I think you might be in, in L.A. Like at, a hot, uh, at a hot supper club. A hot that, supper club? Wow, are there any so here? uncreative. Come on, come up with something better. I'm, you're at, I'm in Dublin. You're at, at Delilah, which is like the hot supper club in L.A. There Great. you go. Is it underground? You have to knock and then they There's open the yes. I think there might be a secret. It's, that's right. like Amsterdam. Yeah. And how do they, they know your name's on the list? And You have to show one boob. <laughs> um, a milky boob? <laughs> Hopefully. I would get right in. <laughs> But wait, is there really a supper club with the thing in there? Just the right one. <laughs> I'm too short. Oh <laughs> Anna, you need to I'll describe what Anna's what just said. Show them. <laughs> okay. But really, do they have those here? Yeah, I think so. You know those amazing restaurants in Europe where it's all dark? Oh, you actually eat in the dark. And the blind people prepare the food. Yes, They're the chefs. I've heard about these. That was one of the most amazing sensual experiences of my life. And there was a rumor that they were starting one in L.A. Wait, why was it sensual? Because of, like, because touching? It's Everyone thinks sensuality thing. is all about, like, touch, which is one of the so six senses. It could be if you're in the dark and you're touching well, you, your, your husband. You f- well, yeah. You well, your food is, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm obsessed with food as okay, well. Okay. I hadn't so, met my husband at the time. The food was sensual. Yes, but you, they give you utensils, but you can't, I mean, you can't see anything. And oh. my proprioception was not so um, developed. So I had to use my hands, which I think a lot of people do. And then it's pin drop silent, and you hear this jazz music being pumped in through the most amazing speakers. And the food is amazing, but you don't see it. And then you're reaching for your glass of water. And it, at first I had an anxiety attack, like I always do in movie theaters. And then... Then I kept eating and I calmed down and then it was just really relaxing. And they have it in Hamburg. They have it. They have it in a lot of. They different have places. one in Vancouver. They do. Yeah, but I didn't go. But yes, but I heard. Like I'll go with you. Like, and when you, you come out, you 
have a dimple. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have a fucking dimple. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> I want this sensual experience. But what were we talking about before the... Oh, we were talking about uh, Sir Paul McCartney's new listening party. <laughs> so, such a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> or we don't have to. No, I want to. Oh, you want to? Yeah, I want to okay. follow your lead. So, during the listening, you realize his new single... Is exactly I'm, stolen from stuff I wrote? I'm broke, but I'm... <laughs> have you gotten this question before? No. I'm joking. His new single, it's called I'm Broke But I'm Happy, sounds identical to Hand in My Pocket. So afterwards, Sir Paul asks you what you think of the song. How would you proceed? I would say, should we talk mechanicals? <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> should we talk mechanicals? <laughs> I wouldn't, but you, first of all, would you be intimidated by Sir, if you met him? Or you've, you've probably met him before. I've had the pleasure of meeting him. And if someone is taking a song of mine, I would say, should we talk mechanicals? <laughs> So it doesn't matter if it's Paul McCartney. You're just, you're, you'll tell him straight up. You're not going to go through lawyers. You'll just tell him, I think you... I mean, I would start it as a joke. Okay. Should we, should we talk about it? Uh, listen, I have your back. I'll be like... Right. You could be like... Fuck. Fucking sir. Sure. Back the fuck up. Maybe a kneeling. Or... That's right. Um, I would start... You know, I, I you know start what you stole. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'll be like... I'm Okay, she's my spokesperson just for today. Um, you start with humor. If humor doesn't work, you go for whatever jugular boundary you need to go to. I like it. He's coming on the podcast tomorrow. I'm gonna. We're gonna like reverse Tell the question. We'll <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a melodious savant. A melodious savant probably doesn't need to steal any melodies from anyone. Is my guess. Well, well, I'm still very loyal to you. <laughs> I am still going <laughs> to. Thank you, by the way. That's like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Amazing. yeah. Loyalty yeah. is not always the easiest thing to come by. Yeah. Well, you got it. You got it right here. Thank you. <laughs> Should we take a quick break and do the calls? Well, yes, we'll take a quick break. And then we have our advice I calls. I have to yeah. urinate. And uh, so five minutes. Yes. mind if I wore pasties to your house over like no that's like, fine be like ding dong hey. hi pasties and, no- and nothing else yeah that's fine really I got paparazzi the other day and they got some photos of my child naked so that's inappropriate so maybe if you came over I naked am, I will be your child naked <laughs> just holding you nursing you I'm your 40 year old child we all we all need to start over again in some ways <laughs> you're so Don't philosophical we? thanks I love it mm-hmm. oh. anything to do with skin on skin <laughs> <laughs> there's more furrowed brows in here <laughs> than should ever be happening in my room okay <laughs> okay these poor callers are like, I'm hanging yeah. up. I, I don't want to hear anything from these. Oh my God. How are we going to do this? I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Have you guys watched uh, The Amazing World of Gumball? No. Is it good? Yeah. What is that? It's a kid oh, we're show. just having like a love fest. It's a big love yeah. fest here. <laughs> but the Amazing World it. of 
of us gumball narcissists. And, yes. Narcissists. <laughs> artistic narcissists. I love it. Okay. You two have found each other. Two artistic narcissists. We found each other years ago, but oh. I wasn't quite ready for the profound connection that we now have. Me neither. And you I wasn't might... mature enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you don't pronounce that you. <laughs> I love when you love that I don't pronounce that you. I am so sorry to all the listeners. Oh, I love this. I'm enjoying this a lot. Okay. Yeah, I bet. Are we ready? Uh, yes, yes. All right. Yes. We're going to call Amanda. Okay. Amanda. So, um, she's in Portland and she's 25. I love Portland. I remember I told you. No, it's, you call it's important. Them. You have to. You call them. That's so generous. I know. I don't think that's mine. Am I turning? Hello? Off? Hey, Amanda. Amanda? Hi. Hi, it's Sim. This is Amanda. Yeah, hi. Hi, Amanda. It's Anna. Hi, hi Amanda. It's Alanis. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was That's Alanis Morissette. Who? Oh, my gosh. Hi. <laughs> hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Great. You're in Portland. I am in Portland, yeah. Is it raining? What's it like there right now? Give us a description. Where are you? Are you on your couch? Is there a cat in the room? It's actually like 94 today. It's super hot. Whoa. We do love Portland, though. Mm -hmm. So, Amanda, the subject of your email says, revealing relationship could jeopardize boyfriend's job. So tell us what's going on. Yeah. So, all right. Basically, I was in a pretty long-term relationship, and we were engaged. We decided to go our separate ways, and it was pretty mutual. Um, And then I decided to pursue a relationship with one of our really good mutual friends. Yikes. So he is my current boyfriend and we were all in like a really close knit friend group. It was my ex fiance and I, um, my current boyfriend and then our friend Josh. And Josh actually is pretty much the boss of my current boyfriend. And as far as we know, nobody knows about this. So the issue we're running into now is that we're afraid once Josh finds out about us being together, it's going to jeopardize my boyfriend's job or at least make him miserable at work. Does the third person have a vested interest in you not being with Josh? They're all friends, right? You're all part of the same friend, friend group? Yeah, we're all really close, but especially the guys are really close. Well, well all right. Let's think about like you being selfish and and like I mean that in like a way of of truly being, being selfish you. because yeah because yeah. as women we're sort of taught to not be selfish for most of our lives. Even the term selfish I think is erroneous. Just be you and be politically considerate just in terms of socially caring enough but at the same time be you. For right now, what would you like? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, kind of the thing, too. Like, I decided to do this, and I know it's not going to probably be, like, received in the best way by all of our friends and all the people we know, but, I mean, I'm just trying to be happy, and I just want everybody else, you know, to accept it in their own time, and I don't want my boyfriend to lose his job, you know? Do you think he's going to lose his job if you tell your friend who is his boss? That you guys are dating? Well, just because, just because for some reason this friend is like fiercely loyal 
to my ex-fiance. And so even though they're all friends, I think he's going to take his the ex-fiance's side and just be really judgmental about it. And I mean, that's fine. Like morality aside, I know people are going to judge us, but it just, I don't think it should affect his work life. And so just the best way to approach it, you know, that we want to keep that, that line, you know, between work and personal, I guess. Well, there's two boundaries that I hear about. One is the work professional boundary, which kind of means that it's nobody's business who he's dating. And the other is primary relationships. So if you're, if his boss has a primary relationship with your ex, you know, unless he decides to change his mind and then have the new person be a primary relationship and, and your ex is a secondary relationship, that's not really in your hands either. So there's two boundaries going on at the same time. Well, I mean, she has to be upfront and say something sooner than later, right? Because otherwise, once, don't you want to get ahead of it as opposed to him finding out? Right. That's the thing is I'd rather have it come out the right way than have it just be spread around and like turned into gossip, you know? How long have you been dating the new person? Um, only a month. Uh, so are you in love? Yeah, like we're pretty serious. So it might also be a little bit more in his hands. Like, it's really up to him. Does, you know, he might have the Sophie's choice of, um, you know, am I willing to lose my job for this relationship? And that's a lot of pressure to put on a relationship that's a month old. Um, at the same time, it, in some ways, it's almost he's the one that's at the fork in the road. Oh, yeah. It's, but I, at the same time, I just don't see the guy firing him over this. I mean, if he does, I that's don't just... either. Yeah, that makes that doesn't make any sense. To right. Me. But it does happen if someone's really loyal to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it seems crazy because he's his friend, too. So you think he'd like kind of find some middle ground. But just knowing that's guy, why that's what, because think... they're all friends. Yeah. So, right, so, yeah. so you're not entirely sure he'll be fired. Sometimes I think when I don't know what to do, I need more information. So it's OK to just sit tight for a hot second. Right, but at some point she has, they have to tell the guy. Why? Yeah, I mean, we don't want people to think that we're, like, hiding it, you know? We want to, you know, be open and, like, this is how it is. In the context of friendship? Right. I, I suppose you, quote-unquote, have to be transparent. But in, the, in a job environment, I mean, I've been in this situation where I've been the boss and different people have dated... And sometimes it's been really uncomfortable because of how it started and there was a lot of lack of integrity and there was lying and, the, and then I got all heebie-jeebied out. And then other times I really couldn't care less. So unless there was an approach that you guys took that was kind of s- sneaky or lying to a bunch of people. Sit tight. Sit tight for 24 hours, you know, like maybe right. don't with, yeah. withhold it forever, but just sit and I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of options here. Yeah, it all totally makes sense. And it might come down to the fact that finding a job, a new job is the best thing. I mean, it's not worth being miserable if that's how it's going to be where he's at. But, um, yeah, I just I just wanted to, like, be the best person I could about it and not make it seem shady or, you know, like like I'm trying to hide something. So. And it's delicate at the beginning, too. You've only been dating for a month, so... You know, you don't you don't want to go 
too fast. And this will the... also be a shock because to all their friends who aren't really suspecting this, they're going to find out that they're together now. Yeah. yeah this is not going to be a fun conversation. Fuck you, Sim. It's not. It's not. I'm just. I'll have prepare. it for her. <laughs> Here's the thing. Ultimately, I think whatever you need to do, you will do. And there's two parts to this. There's the professional part which is frankly no one's business who you're dating. There's the friendship part. I mean, if you're really intimately close, everybody knows anyway. The fact that they don't know yet means maybe you're not as close as you used to be. That's a good point, yeah. Right? I'm sure. Do they even suspect you guys are dating? Um, Not that I know of, but I mean, we were spending like every weekend together when I was with my ex-fiance. And now, since then, my boyfriend and I have kind of distanced ourselves from the group. And um, they try to talk to us all the time, mostly him. Um, and I think they just don't know why, basically, we're just not as close as we used to be. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's all going to come out. Just sit still. I think that's great advice. <laughs> thank you so much, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Let awesome. us know thank how so everything much. goes. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, we're calling Kiria. She's in San Diego, and she's 23. This is Kiria. Hey, Kiria. It's Sim. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Here's Anna. Hi. Hi, Anna. How are you? And Anna's going to introduce our special guest to you. Our special guest is Michael Landon. Hello. <laughs> I'm, well, being cha- I'm, channeled. I'm being channeled. Alanis, nice to meet this you. This is Alanis Morissette. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, awesome. We are being, yes. I am being a little self-absorbed. Well, I, I think, Alanis, I think you're actually the right person to help Kiria today. So, Kiria, tell us why you wrote to us saying that you're feeling proud and conflicted. Right. So, um... Well, my husband's a musician, uh, and he's doing really well with this band, and the band's amazing. I love them, but uh, we don't we don't spend a lot of time together anymore. Uh, we just got more bookings, and he's booked all the way through January, and it's just we have to plan our lives around it. I go to all I go to all the gigs I can, but I'm always just sitting there bringing the band drinks and just feeling feeling a little out of out of place. <laughs> Because you'd rather be doing what? Well, I I don't I just feel I feel like 
I'm on the back burner with him now, and he's always he's always with the band. He works from home part time, so it's he's with the band during the day. We spend weekends with the band. We spend holidays with the band. It's granted, I'd love to be with him, but I'm a musician too, and I just I'd love to be doing it with him. And I just I just feel left out, I guess. Left, yeah. left out oh. alone and what do you think the solution is because I bet that you know somewhere in you I mean so right now it's like I work all day then I go home to be I go home to be the wife or I go be the band mom I, I just feel like I've lost myself with trying to support him so much uh, I think I just need to do more for me if you had to pick off the top of your head what do you consider yourself to be an alpha or a beta I'm definitely an alpha. Uh, I like things my way. <laughs> that doesn't always mean alpha, because alphas definitely consider the gang. So when you were young and you imagined partnership, or when you were younger and you imagined partnership, did you imagine being together a lot? You know what I did once with someone I was dating is we took little pieces of paper, and I wrote down how much percentage of time I wanted to spend together with him. And he wrote down how much time he wanted to spend with me. And I wrote, and we traded, oh, no. pap- we traded papers. And mine said 75 and his said 25. What? 25? Yeah. Did so, you dump him then after that? Of course. That was it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. But that's personal to me. I mean, some people have the capacity to just be like, we're, we're, we're on big life missions here. Two alphas together that are macroing, service, alphaing in the world. Sometimes you see each other less, super high chemistry. I so want to right. strangle your neck right now I with know. my ankles. Okay. <laughs> and be your alpha, alpha, alpha. <laughs> And be like, <laughs> we are together for ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> but I want ninety seven. Um, uh, <laughs> so sometimes what happens is there's this plan, this dream that we have of what life with partnership is going to look like, and then we get there and we go, wait a minute, didn't we agree that we would do blah blah blah? And then something happens in their career, or something happens, and things change, and then you you almost have to revisit what your capacities and your parameters are. And if the priority is the relationship, then you just adjust accordingly. And that might mean he tours with you. It might mean he tours two weeks every four months. It could look like he's always on tour and you never see each other. That's a partnership conversation. For sure. Does your husband know how you feel? Yeah, I... I... (laughs) Uh, I'm very, we're very open with each other. So I'm always telling him that, oh, I wish we had more time together. And hey, we don't have anything planned this week. And let's try to keep it that way so we can go away. Uh, You're saying this or he's saying this? I am. He's also Um, initiating that kind of stuff or? No, no, he's not. He's very, he's kind of tunnel visioned right now. I'm so happy for him because it's, it's so, so great. But it's, I just, I, I starting to feel alone when we used to spend a whole bunch of time together of course so have you told him that you're starting to feel a little lonely in the relationship based on his career kicking into high gear yes and yeah i'm uh he tries to he'll he'll take days off and i'll take days off but it's we have to schedule things nothing nothing spontaneous nothing yeah i I don't i don't know 
Is Liz- the advice just to wait it out and see how it goes? I, I, I'm just going to err on the side of just saying sit still all the time. Right? But it, it sounds like it, right? You don't, it's still kind of early yeah, on since you had this new yeah, success. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's, yep. Your parameters are yours, right? So if right. write your little piece of paper number down, and if you say I'm okay with like 50% time apart, that's what it is. And if it's 90% together, whatever your number is, if the numbers are really egregiously mismatched, then that's a conversation, you know, and career is awesome. And we all want each other to be on fire and kicking ass and expressed. And who doesn't want that for each other in a fun partnership at the same time, partnership is pretends for such healing and growth and connection and consciousness raising in your own commitment. So I don't know. They're both right up there, right? Because someone who's not expressed and staying home for you is probably going to eat their own hand. And then someone who is... I've already ate mine. You did? It was delicious. It was a little weathered. Did I restrain you too much? (laughs) Have I been cutting your wings off? I didn't know that was good. I didn't know I had wigs <laughs> until I met you. Um, anyway, um, it really depends on prioritizing. And I think that there's a way to have both, but it really depends on how hungry he is, how much he's prioritizing his career over relationships. So they sound kind of neck and neck, but I don't know. You would have to tell us. And maybe she doesn't know yet either. Maybe she won't know for a while. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, something for you to think That's about. That's a little terrifying. Yeah. Um, so any final advice before we let Kyria go? I feel like Amy's scribbling something furiously on a piece of paper right now. What do you want to just say it? Just say it. <laughs> hey, Kira, sorry. Sorry to jump in here. I yeah, wanted to get one thought out. Is that, I mean, I think you need to tell him exactly how you feel. And when you do, pay close attention to how he responds. I think to some extent, the issue isn't really how much time you're spending together, but is is this somebody who's going to listen and care that you're hurting and acknowledge your pain and want to, you know, meet you halfway? And even, even if he can't, you know, spend the time you want, maybe he just says, you know, I hear what you're saying. I love you so much. Thank you for supporting me. We're going to get through this. I couldn't do it without you. I mean, is he being like that or is he just like, eh, whatever? you know, and blowing you off because that, how he responds to your pain is going to give you clues to the bigger question, which is, is this a person that you can be with long-term? Is he going to be a partner for you? And look, you're 23, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes in your life, but um, focus on, you know, how does he make you feel? And are you being heard? Are you being respected? Um, You know, I would spend less time worrying about, you know, the percentages and more time kind of thinking more, um, qualitatively about um the nature of your of your interactions with him and also long long distance relationships are hard and the word relationship the root word is relating so you want to keep the relating going hard to do when you're apart all the time so blah 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 kiria thank you so much for hanging with us i hope this is good advice just Seriously, pay attention to what, listen, listen to this back. There's some real good stuff that Anna and Amy and Alanis have said. So thank you. Thank you, guys. I really Hey, thank it. you so much. And I love you and thank you. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right. All right. So 
Conversations with Lannis is on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Or... The other day, I was like, is it Conversations or Conversation? Conversation. Conversation with Alanis. Ah, all right. So please check it out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you so thank much. Thank you. So thank much. you. This is so much fun. Thank you. Fucking amazing. You're such a warm ah. bowl of goodness. <laughs> you know that right as soon as we turn this microphone off, I'm going to take one of these pillows and just throw and, it in my face. Yeah, I'm going to smother the fuck out of you. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> Good night, dear listeners. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs>